Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I think that I was catfished by a celebrity. And this is a story now that has been brewing since, I mean, hell, it's it started probably two years ago. The first part of the story you may already know. Uh, but the second part of the story I didn't even see coming and it happened like maybe two weeks after I got let go. I actually texted Gina and I was like, hey, uh, can I come be a guest on the show? Like bring me on the air to tell this story because it's so wild. Um, I Maybe I'm wrong. You tell me if I'm wrong, but it's just one of the stories we're gonna get to today on the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome. If you're brand new, which I'm assuming you are because uh, this is the first real episode of the show. The last two episodes that we recorded were kind of just like, here's the intro, and then here's what happened with Channel 933. And now this will be more like what you'll be getting uh, every every day, more or less. And we start every single show with a phone call or a Skype call over to mom. Hi. Hi. So you're literally ahead of Oprah right now. <laughs> no. It's like tripping you. me out. I don't think people care as much about me as they are like excited about you. It's all like the comments that I've read have all been, oh, your mom, your mom this, your mom that. So you really got to pull this thing together uh, in case you don't know. So I, I've been posting on my Instagram that, you know, we launched the trailer for the podcast and I, I posted on Instagram and I went to bed and I woke up the next day and the show was uh, number 78 in the country. <laughs> Now this is this is coming from a guy that's never done a podcast before and a mom that doesn't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so as of right now, we are um, we are number fifty two or fifty one in the country, and we just surpassed Oprah's masterclass, <laughs> which. <laughs> I hope by the time you get through, this will be the third episode that you're not like, this is the biggest sham I ever bought into thinking this is going to be better than Oprah's masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> that just adds a whole new level of pressure to this. Oh my goodness gracious. What are we doing here? I don't know if starting during the coronavirus was a good idea or a bad idea because it's not like our anxieties are not already at like a level 10, you know, and now we have to like launch a brand new podcast that I don't know. It's it's all just been it's been a mess. Um, but I just sent you Brene Brown's new podcast. So Brene Brown is a therapist and I'm really making this up. So don't believe any of this fact check everything I'm saying right now. But she is a uh, therapist that got famous from a TED talk on vulnerability. And I know a lot of you guys have followed her where she just put out a podcast and her first episode, uh, peculiarly enough was about FFTs. <laughs> and, and you're like, well, what's an FFT? And I'm literally going to say it the way she said it. Cause I feel like if Brene Brown can cuss, then I don't know why we couldn't cuss on here too. I think so. Even <laughs> though I don't like that F word. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it feels weird even saying it was literally just you on the podcast. Um, but it's it's fucking first times and how like so much anxiety and so much doubt goes into you when you start anything that like basically and, and not to ruin her episode, but I'll sum it up for you in like 10 seconds is the more you like respect that, that it's going to be awkward and weird and strange and you're going to feel doubtful and confused and you don't have anything to go off of. And so it's just weird and scary. It's going to make you feel a lot more comfortable. Set your expectations even lower to not go in and, and expect to beat or be Oprah on episode number three. And this, 
Uh, I mean, are you not, are you not blown away by this? I am totally blown away. I mean, it just shows me how how much people love you because wow. these people are all following you and have for years, and it, that just, of course, thrills my heart. Thrills yeah. my heart. Me too. Uh, I just decided uh, when I realized that all, there might actually be an audience for this, we actually have to get you like a microphone. I don't think we can do this over Skype. I was like, I don't want to put any money into this because I don't know if it's going to be a success or not. And I'm out of work right now. And I'm not trying to invest any money into anything that I don't think is going to work. And so like the operation for this is a, a microphone that my brother gave me probably five years ago for Christmas that I haven't used in forever. <laughs> and my, I literally use Skype for free to call her and record the Skype call on Skype. Like, like any other podcast you're listening right now will be like, this is such a janky operation. <laughs> like Oprah, if Oprah was listening to this, knowing that this podcast is beating her masterclass right now, <laughs> she, she'd be really disappointed. She sits there in a multi-million dollar, you know, podcasting studio. <laughs> uh, I know when I listened to Brene and her setup, I was like, whoa. Yeah, hers is like super fancy, but it made me laugh too, though, because she was saying that she wasn't really ready to launch yet, and she's doing it from her son's closet. (laughs) (laughs) Like everyone, we're we're all just trying to figure this whole thing out right now. This is such a new life that we are just not used to. None of us. I mean, what we're experiencing right now is like nothing any of us have ever gone through before. That's right. My first memory of uncertainty when it comes to situations was 9-11. I remember being in, I think I was a senior in high school, and I just remember that I was changing classes, and um, the, a buddy came up to me and was like, hey, uh, a, a plane just hit the World Trade Center. Wait, what? Like, it just seemed like, what? what's that about? That's so weird, right? Like, Surreal. Yeah. And it's like a punk high school where you don't really know what's going on. You don't really have any idea. Yeah. So, uh, but I remember then I went into class and my teacher wouldn't play 9-11 or wouldn't have the TV on to see like what was going on. So by the time I get out of that next class, it was like, that's when like the whole world had changed. And I feel like that's kind of what happened when I went to take a nap last Wednesday and I woke up and Italy was <laughs> shutting down and yeah. Tom Hanks was sick Unreal. and everything. I mean, can you think of another time in your life where things have been this uncertain? No. And and the difference between this and 9/11 is that it affects us all. I mean, this really does touch every one of our lives in in a very different way than 9/11 did. 9/11 uh, 9/11 was horrific. It was horrible. You know, some wonderful things came out of it as far as people being kind and loving one another and getting in touch with what was really important. But this is different because this is something totally unknown and new to every single one of us. And none of us know really what to do with it. I'm apprehensive, but I think it'd be funny to bring my dad on. I think I talked about this in the first podcast uh, because my mom's the only normal person in our family. And (laughs) True? I mean, we're all very weird. Depends on how you define normal. Well, I I mean, how would you and and don't be don't be nice, but how so just so you know, for those who don't know my family's setup, it's me. I'm the middle child. I have an older brother, Brian. Uh, I have a younger sister, Maggie, and then my dad. Um, how would you describe the four of us and don't and don't just be don't be like oh you're loving and you're caring and some of my friends actually got upset in the first podcast because you were being too nice about three things they need to know about me i, I want you to 
I want you to talk about the <laughs> the idiosyncrasies of each member of our family because we're all very weird. <laughs> I don't think of you as weird. I think of, of all of us as being very different. We're all very different people. And we like different things in life. But we share a lot in common, too. No, okay, so you're going to be too nice on, about this. this know, let's let's get down to the craziness of it. We're all, so, we're all on a journey. My, my brother right now is in the process of trying to buy 800 acres of land because he thinks like the apocalypse is coming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just call it what it is, mom. Um, my, my dad, he sent me a, um, he sent me an art or we have a family group text and he sent an article about how like everyone's going to die from the coronavirus. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, it was from like drjerry.com or something. I'm like, who's Dr. Jerry? You know, like who, who is that? And he, yes. yeah, he was like that. He was kind of having this freak out. My sister is like a nervous wreck and I love, I mean, I love everybody, but we're all just very peculiar people. Like we're just like very, and then there's my mom who's at the center of this. Couldn't be more like down to earth and like loving and nice and sweet and just everything else. I don't know how you deal with this family all the time. See, now you're being too kind. You're all very different. You're all wonderful. What do you think is going to come from this? Like what, how do you think that we're going to be different on the other end of the coronavirus than we were when we started? Well, I think my hope is that we're all kinder to each other, that we learn what we really value and what we need to value in our lives, that you know, to have a safe place to live and to have family around you that, you know, means so much to you and to have friends and people that you can connect to. I hope the world will just be a kinder, gentler place because God knows we need healing right now in this country. Um, So I'm hoping that it's going to be a type of healing for the whole nation. So I asked my mom for the uh, for today's episode to give me a list of the positives that are coming out of the coronavirus. Because if anybody can find the positive in a situation, it's it's literally my mom. Like, as you can see, like there's just no negatives. There's no <laughs> never negatives. So what is what are the positives that come from this this like quote unquote terrible situation that we're all in right now? Well, in addition to the things that we just talked about, one of the things is that hopefully we'll be forced to get outdoors in nature more to really realize the beauty of the earth and dig in the dirt and look at the sky and the stars and just be connected to the universe in a different way than maybe we would have before because we have to get outside the walls of our house. We cannot let them crawl in on us. Um, so, you know, get exercise. This, you know, a gazillion exercise programs on YouTube. Hopefully these things will start to become new ways of being um, when all of this is, is over. And also I think it will help us to count our blessings because in the worst of times, we all have things to be thankful for. You know, our family started the... Um, Good news of the day. Well, I started that for our family on a text every night. You want to explain what, what you're it. doing? Mm-hmm. We, we always, yeah. So the good news of the day is what happened in your life today that was good news? Because there is always good news. And I think we need to hang on to that good news, especially in times like these, 
when there is so much despair and fear um, in our minds and our hearts. So count our blessings. Write them down. We have a lot to be thankful for. If you woke up this morning, you're alive. You have a lot to be thankful for. Um, And we often overlook those, those things in the busyness of our lives. My hope is that we will be more in touch with the simple things in life. I, I put on Twitter the other day, I said, I just can't wait to give you a hug again. Like, I just can't wait to like have human contact. I think that's what my situation may be different than most people is I'm literally not number one. I'm, I'm in my house by myself, right? Like I don't, in case you're new to the podcast, I got divorced about uh, two years ago. And I'm sure right now, if you're listening to the radio show or you were a listener to the radio show, you're laughing right now because I know I harped on that a lot. I, I literally, I don't, my family is all East Coast, so I don't have family that I can go visit. All of it's kind of uh, very isolating. Number two is I am a wild hypochondriac. And <laughs> for the past three weeks, I literally thought I had the coronavirus. <laughs> I'm going to start with that story today because hypochondriacs will be able to relate. Um, are we good here? Anything else you want to say on podcast number one, kind of, sort of? Just to remember to pray and connect to your higher power. Be present in the moment. Remain hopeful. Breathe. And know that this too shall pass. Even Oprah's not giving you that kind of stuff right now. It's only <laughs> on this <laughs> janky podcast. <laughs> All right. I love you. Love you forever. Yeah, I literally thought I had. I mean, I still in the back of my head, it's there. And I think we can start the podcast like this today. Uh, Like if you are a hypochondriac and if any time throughout these last couple of weeks, uh, and I don't want to make light of this subject, but I feel like only a certain select few of you guys are going to be able to nail this. And the rest of you guys are going to be like, you're crazy. I... I literally thought I had the coronavirus. And so why don't you call me virus over the past couple of weeks? And you can look back now and you can laugh at it. Call my phone number, okay? It's 888-Kramer8, K-R-A-M-E-R, 888-Kramer8. And maybe we'll get no calls on this for tomorrow's show. I'll have nothing to play back. But if if you can laugh now thinking you used to have the coronavirus, uh, but you for sure you don't, then you can call. I'll start, okay? So yeah, I'm... I'm a hypochondriac and I always feel like there's something wrong with me. And I used to play it up on the radio a lot more, but then I felt like I was manifesting it into existence. And so I was like, nope, that's it. We're not going to like, I don't really focus as much on it on the air anymore. But so I've been traveling a lot since I got let go. I went to Costa Rica with my brother, which I have so many stories to tell you about that. That was the weirdest trip that we'll get into later on. Uh, I've been to Atlanta to go see my family. I've been on a job interview, which I had to fly to a different city to go to. So I've traveled like three times. I Maybe it was like about six weeks ago, maybe almost a month, maybe two months ago now. I all of a sudden got this low-grade fever. And of course, I was like, oh, no, this is not good. Luckily, though, it only lasted for about 24, 48 hours, and it was gone. But I still had this like shortness of breath, which I haven't had ever. So what's, of course, the first thing that I do during the freaking coronavirus outbreak is I go on Google, and I type in shortness of breath on Google, and it says coronavirus is like the first thing that popped up. So I kind of freaked out, but I've been a hypochondriac so long now that I just kind of wait. I waited out to see like, maybe it's going to be fine. Maybe it's going to be no big deal. And so I did, but then like two weeks went by and this was like 
right when things were getting crazy. What was it? Two Wednesdays ago. And I was like, I need to like probably call a doctor and see it. Cause I couldn't, I really, I don't even know if I'd be able to record the podcast. I was having such a hard time breathing. And so when I call, I didn't say coronavirus because I don't want to be that person calling in and being like, I think I have coronavirus, but I, I call and they were like, okay, um, I'm having shortness of breath. And they said, we'll have to call you back because we need to give you like a screening. Uh, but in the meantime, don't go see anybody. Like, don't, don't like, don't go outside, stay home, self-isolate. And I'm like, okay, well, the phone call didn't come in until like four hours later. So of course I'm laying there for four hours. Like, okay, great. Now I have the coronavirus, you know, like going through all the possibilities in my mind as I'm watching the news of all these terrible things that are happening with it. I got a call back and this woman started giving me this like screening and she said, you know, are, are, do you have a fever? I was like, well, no, I had one like, I had one like six weeks ago. And she's like, mm, I'm pretty sure you're okay. But it didn't really clear up till like a week ago um, where I had this, this shortness of breath. And I don't even know what it was. Uh, it could have been anything, but for literally like three weeks, I thought I had the coronavirus, which I I'm hoping that I don't still, how are you doing with all this? You holding up? <sighs> yeah. I, even though I'm a hypochondriac, I know that story is kind of funny. It's, it's just a weird time. And I am watching all these radio shows and I know that if I was still in radio, here's what would have to happen is we'd have to do this balance between like giving you uh, normal content, you know, like let's say when I was on channel nine, three, three, we'd have to give you the crazy girl confessions when I am, I'm scared shitless sometimes during this. And this is not to freak you out, but I just wanted to let you know that like I'm on your level too. We're all in the same boat. And as we're beginning this podcast, I don't want to sugarcoat that fact either, which if we were on the radio right now, I'd have to, I'd have to sit here and be like, it's everything's great. Hey everybody. Everything's great. Now let's go to Crazy Girl Confessions. Hey, Gina, give me the update with the coronavirus. You know, it's just as much as I wish I could be there to talk to San Diego or when I was in Phoenix or Tampa or Panama City, it's this is such a more intimate way, to be honest, when I'm like, yeah, it's scary. And I think that, and going back to Brene, all of a sudden I'm turning into like a, you know, a self-help guru because <laughs> I listened to one Brene Brown uh, podcast. It's all new to us. And whatever it is you are feeling, I say, feel it, feel it out. Parents, if you're frustrated, I'm watching all your Insta stories and you're going crazy because you're having to become the teacher. Um, yeah, like feel that. I can recommend one book to you. I already recommend it to one friend who has a business that's not doing well. I mean, anyone that owns a business right now, I don't care what profession you're in unless you're making in 95 masks. Um, it's The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It is a fantastic book. It's basically the, the easy principle of living in the moment, but it just goes into so much more depth. I've had this background on my phone since my divorce, and it's actually, I've changed iPhones two times since then, so it's not even the right size, the picture's not even the right size. And make this the background of your phone. How many times do you look at your phone a day? And to see this, you know, over and over and over again, actually, I'll make a uh, graphic that I'll put on my Instagram, which if you don't follow me, that guy Kramer, that we can share, because it really, like, it brings you back into the moment every single time. It says, you can always cope with the now, but you can never cope with the future, nor do you have to. The answer, the strength, the right action, or the resource will be there when you need it, not before, and not after. I just think that's cool, man. And it like really, as I was going through my divorce, I so many times would be overwhelmed. 
having to put on a smile every single day and, you know, be on a radio show and not knowing if my wife is coming back home or if she, if we're gonna have to get divorced, am I gonna have to lose my house? Am I gonna lose my dog? Um, everything uncertain that I've been through in my life, I've gotten through it, but I just have to focus on like what's going on right now. Because if I big picture this right now, and you can do this with me if you want to, I don't know if this is gonna be helpful or not. I have no job. Okay. Uh, the economy is not great. Um, and so that's gonna make it harder to find a job. I'm in an industry that's already tough enough. Um, advertising dollars are probably gonna fall. And I have a mortgage that's coming up. I have a severance package, which is nice. But in a few months, I'm gonna have to figure out how to pay for this house. I, I, I can do that, okay? But that's not in my immediate future. What's happening right here today is I'm recording a podcast and you're listening to it. And that's really cool. So how is this going to get better? How are we ever going to, you know, get out of this? What if I lose my job? What if I get laid off? The, the, you're not there. Like you're here. Like you're right here. You're listening to this podcast. How am I ever going to get my kids back in school? They're driving me effing crazy. <laughs> the answers are going to get there. They're going to get back. But that's not where you're at right now. Today, you are their teacher. Uh, tomorrow, you may not be. And, you know, that'll be a great day for, for everybody. I definitely got catfished. And my question to you is, do you think this now celebrity had something to do with it or she was just completely naive and had no clue because my my thought process is here is i think she was trying to use me to get famous all right so let's go back to the beginning of this story about two years ago i told you guys that i had i was definitely getting catfished this was shortly after my separation and i got an email to my personal email address right not the not my channel 933 email address it was to my personal email address and it just said, hey, this is the subject line, hey. And I say it cheerfully because I had two exclamation points and a smiley face emoji. So I assume in real life it sounded like, hey. Um, I, so I open it up and I'm like, okay. Uh, and it says, so I just have to say I love listening to you on the radio and just now looked up what you look like. Ha ha. Handsome exclamation point. Sorry for the random email, but I thought I'd let you know. And here's a pic to go with my name. And I, I look at this, uh, this picture that's included. Now, this is this young lady is not a Steve Kramer caliber woman. Okay. Like, I, I know my limitations, everybody. I know them. I, I, I know, like, I, I can see a girl and I'm like, she's way too good for me. Like she's way too hot for me. And this is like one of those kind of girls. And I think even if you're a woman, you can relate back, right? Like you see a guy, you're like, nah, that's probably just a little, a little out of my league, right? This woman's out of my league. Uh, you know, at this point, I, I know, because who's going to email you? If you're going to find me, you're going to find me on Instagram. If you're a young girl, you're not going to come find me in my personal email address, right? So, I tell Gina, my old co-host, this at this time, and she uh, she's like, you need to like figure out what's going on with this. I can tell you the exact date, actually. This was October 30th, 2018. And so I respond back because I don't now I'm like, okay, this could be a good radio bit. So I I said, and what did I do to deserve such a nice message? And then she responds back with, ha ha, aw, glad you liked it. I respond back with, kind of curious how you got my personal email address. Are you on IG? How about you follow me? And I, you know, put at that guy Kramer. Uh, she responds back with, ha ha, this is all on Gmail, okay? She says, ha ha ha, it's not that hard. I just looked you up on Insta and it said there was an option to email you. Is that bad? 
And I'm like, no, uh, I'm still playing into this as a catfish, right? And I said, oh, ha, ha, ha. I forgot that was there. There's a lot of ha, ha, ha's. Why do we ha, ha, ha so much? I wasn't laughing in real life. Do you do that a lot though? Am I the only person that ha, ha, ha's even when you're not laughing? Like it's like a pleasantry you have to give. I said, I usually just get DMs. You're on the next level, LOL. She responds back with, not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, LOL. Anyway, good morning from the gym. And at this point, I'm just like, I'm over it. I can't really like get enough content out of her to like, I think I maybe I'd gone on the air and we just decided it was a catfish and it was the end of the bit. So a week later, November 7th, I get a response from her, right? So she sent me the last one. I didn't respond. She says, so what's up? Question mark. Uh, in the meantime, I forgot this. So I had, what I did was I took that girl's name. I can't tell you the name yet because you're going to freak out when you find out who this is. I took the name and I... I pasted it into Instagram to look up who it was. And I had actually sent the girl whose picture and that picture that she had sent me was on this girl's Instagram page. So I sent the, the on Instagram a DM saying like, Hey, um, can you, you know, is this you, are you emailing me? Because if not, I think somebody's catfishing you. Um, so in the meantime, this, you know, this a week later, I get an email response and, uh, she, you know, she says, so what's up? And I said, hey there, I, I messaged you on IG last week and I didn't hear back. I thought you went MIA on me. She responds back with, ha ha. <laughs> so many ha-has. I should give away a prize every time it's a ha-ha. Uh, never check my Insta messages. How are you? And I don't respond. And now she says, you're the one that's MIA. And I hit her with a hard punch, man. I said, I don't think you're real. I'm going to add dramatic music into it. I don't think you're real. She responds back with, Wait, what? Oh, wow. Haven't heard that before. Sorry for the email. And this was like the, the KO. I said, you have to admit, it's a bit bizarre that a girl with a pretty picture who doesn't respond from IG, but only Gmail, message me back on IG and prove me wrong. Well, long story short is I never received another message. Actually, I responded back uh, a day later and said, no, question mark. A few days go by. November 12th, I, t I, uh, messaged, I, I emailed her back. I said, why are you ignoring me? Because now I'm having fun, right? And then I get a bounce back from that saying, boop, 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 boop. address not found. Your uh, message wasn't delivered to that email address because it couldn't be found or is unable to receive mail. So at that point, I'm like, okay, yeah, I got catfished, right? So a few weeks later, I actually get a DM back from the girl who was using, you know, whose account that actually was, whose picture that actually was. And she explained, oh my gosh, I, I know somebody is messaging all these radio personalities and TV personalities trying to get their attention. And we actually had her on the Channel 933 Kramer and Gina Uncensored podcast. If you guys can remember that episode, um... Now, tomorrow on this show, I'm going to actually have a clip from the Channel 933 podcast. You can hear this woman, okay? And when you find out who this actually is, like, she wasn't anybody. You wouldn't have known this name, you know, two years ago. But I think she actually used me and other media personalities to get where she is today. Or maybe I'm overthinking this. Maybe it's a weird coincidence, but we're running out of time today. I don't want to make this first one because we've already had three episodes that are, you're going to be sitting, you got to go take care of your kids. Um, they're running wild right now while you're sitting here listening to this podcast. I'll come back and I'll have all of that and who it was tomorrow on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. <laughs> 
Okay, before we get out of here, I, I do want you to know that the one thing I'm going to miss about being on the radio is all of the amazing feel-good stuff that we did. In case you'd never listened to my radio show in San Diego, we did a segment that we created called Make Happiness Happen. Now, unfortunately, I'm not allowed to take any brand that was made under that umbrella of Channel 933. Like, for example, and, and I know they're still doing Make Happiness Happen. That makes me really happy. Um, but it was created at that radio station. So technically it's theirs. I can't now take that same segment and do it. I'll get like a cease and desist. It'd actually be kind of funny, right? If our podcast got a cease and desist on episode number three. And I don't remember who sent me this DM. So forgive me if I'm not going to give you full credit for this. Uh, but I had posted, actually reposted a, a meme that said, call your local hospitals and fire station and ask them if you can do it and a takeout order for the staff from local restaurants or donate to restaurants. that are already offering free, free meals to first responders and family in need. I post that and I got a response pretty quick from one woman who said, can you remind people that the night shift workers like food too? I'm a nurse and we're getting lots of things delivered, but not for anyone at nights. So I actually, I screenshot that Instagram message and I put it up on my Instagram, which by the way, if you don't follow me, if you're brand new, I'd love for you to follow me. I, I post a lot, especially because I have no job right now. So I can post pictures of me and Kiki and other silly stuff. I started getting a ton of responses from nurses that work at night. Like, holy crap, same for me, same for me. Like the daytime people are getting a lot of food and stuff and I'm, and we're not getting anything. And that just made me really sad because number one, Thank you to every single person that is still going in and doing, if you're working at a grocery store, if you're a nurse, if you're a firefighter, if you're a doctor, if you're out there literally on the front lines of this whole coronavirus thing, we cannot say thank you enough for what you do. There's really no words because I don't think, number one, we can comprehend it, right? Like we think it's bad sitting at home with with, with our bratty ass kids. I <laughs> I can't imagine like dealing with what you're what you're dealing with every day and the uncertainty talk about uncertainty like you guys are learning things as we go and trying to figure it out and keep people safe and alive and it's it's you know it's a lot and for anyone that's having to work the night shift already feel for you uh thank you so much so what I want to do is I do want to bring some feel good aspect, some like giving back aspect to this podcast, which I know on the radio show I can do. I don't know if podcasting will allow me to do that same thing because it's not as immediate. I don't know if we'll have the same impact, but what I want to do is I just want to try this. I want if you're hearing this story and you're thinking about it and you're so thankful for those that are working the front lines, I want our podcast to be able to give back immediately. Like I'm ready to get the ball rolling. Episode number one, really, of the show. I'm ready to get the ball rolling. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you my Venmo, okay? And if you've got $5, if you've got $1, if you've got um, whatever you've got, if you can just Venmo me, you know, enough to buy even a portion of a meal. I would love to be able to send, and if we get like 50 bucks, that would be crazy. Um, I would love to be able to send meals to our overnight workers, hospital workers. I would love to, for them, you know, they're seeing all the daytime workers, you know, go in, get their Jersey Mike subs or whatever. But then they come in, they're like, we're here overnight and we're getting nothing. I would love for them to like walk in to meals, pizzas. I don't know. I haven't figured out exactly what we'll send yet. I guess it depends how much money we can collect as a podcast. But this is going to be my very first experiment on the very first podcast of can we, especially right now, where we can't actually meet up anywhere. It's not like we're like, hey, let's all cook and we'll show up. 
All I'm asking is if you've got Venmo and you can just Venmo me at that guy Kramer, T-H-A-T-G-U-Y-K-R-A-M-E-R. Just hit me on Venmo and whatever, you, even if it's a dollar, if it's a dollar, like if every podcast person like gave $1 right now, well, we could have at least $25. We have we have two pizzas. I don't know. I don't know if this will be big or not, but I I want this podcast to make a difference too. And this is how we're going to start. So if you have enjoyed, or hell, even if you've hated the last three episodes, but you sat through them, um, I'd love for you to Venmo me whatever you can. That guy Kramer. That guy k-r-a-m-e-r and i'm going to keep you posted on the next couple episodes we'll do it for one week so today is wednesday the technically for you it's wednesday the 26th let's see how much money we can get and i'll keep you posted as we go okay eight 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 kramer eight call me leave me a message let me know how you thought you may have had coronavirus or am i the only hypochondriac that listens to this podcast maybe that's it and that's it man that's it for our real first episode one Thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate that. From my mom to Kiki sitting in my lap, uh, we, we appreciate you. Let's keep making this thing bigger and better every single day. And I'll see you back here for the rest of this catfish story tomorrow. Hey, Kramer. This is Alma from Escondido. And I'm so, so excited to hear you are back and ready to share the cheese with us. My drives to and from work have not been the same since you left Channel 933. Can't wait to hear you and Nancy on your new podcast on Wednesday. God bless you both. Bye. Hey, Kramer. It's Ashley from San Diego. I miss uh, hearing you on the radio. I'm so excited for your podcast. I've already subscribed. I'm really excited. Um, I really want to know, what was that big life-changing secret you had? I really want to know. I cannot wait for your podcast. I'm so excited and I'm so happy for you. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends.